Welcome to Find Your Sexy, the podcast that encourages self-love and celebrates female sexuality. I'm your host, Kelsey Valletta, and I want to help you discover your own unique sexy and learn to embrace it every single day. Thank you so much for joining me as we break the stigma together. Hello, welcome back to Find Your Sexy. I'm Kelsey, and my guest this week is a health coach that specializes in fitness and plant-based nutrition. She helps manage a hot yoga studio in Paradise, Arizona. Paradise. Well, it is Paradise. Paradise Valley, Arizona. (laughs) And has her own online coaching business called The Fit Biz. She's passionate about helping women find a healthy relationship with food and learn to incorporate plant-based nutrition, healthy lifestyle habits, and exercise into their lives. It is the radiant Kristen Carmody. Hello. Hi, Kelsey. Oh my <laughs> what gosh, an introduction. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, we got to introduce you the correct way, the way that you deserve. Thank you so much it. for talking with me today. Absolutely. I'm so excited. I love to talk. So this is going to be great. <laughs> Girl, me too. Uh, it's been so long. So I, I met you in college right. when I, I don't feel like this is the path you were on, which I was on a completely different path. So (laughs) I'm right there with you. I understand. So I'm so excited to hear your story about how you got here. I know I saw you about two years ago, I think at, uh, was it Wanderlust? Something like that. I saw you at an event or something. Some event I was volunteering at and I saw you and I, I know it was kind of toward the beginning of this journey that you're on. So Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to dive in. But before we get to where you are now, I would love to know when was the first time you ever can remember feeling sexy? Oh, geez. I think the first time I ever remember, this sounds really strange, um, but I think it was when I got my braces off. Okay. How old and I you? know that's a long time ago, but I remember I had my braces for so long And all my other friends got them off and I was the last one to have them. And I was in high school. I think I was 16, which to me now I sound like it sounds big. I was a baby. Right. However, um, at that point I felt I was like mature and I felt I was older and I still had these braces on. And I remember getting them off and I looked in the mirror and I was, I was maturing at that time in my life. And I looked in there, I go, wow, I feel pretty. And I did, I felt sexy. I did, but that was a long time ago. (laughs) That's the first time I can remember feeling really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that when you got your braces off and I feel like you said around 16, that's kind of by then you've come out of your awkward stage, right? The preteen years is so Mm -hmm. awkward. So (laughs) I love that that's your answer. Like you got your braces off and you looked in the mirror and you're like, wow, I look pretty. I feel good. I feel amazing. And honestly, I think it also correlated with getting not recognition, but getting compliments from people around me, especially men, mm. the, you know, the dudes I went to school with. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you look amazing, Kristen. And I go, wow, I feel so good. And that's kind of where I started to feel comfortable in my skin for sure. Okay. So what has happened between then that moment and where you are now in your life. Um, <laughs> 13 years, or, <laughs> what, 13, 14 years later? Yeah. So, so much. Uh, honestly, my, my job is to make women feel good in their skin, right? 
I am not and never will be a bodybuilding coach. I'm not putting anyone down. It's just, that's not my forte. Um, my forte is to have women have a healthy relationship with food, as you said before, and then also just feel good in their skin. You know, we don't have to look like America's next top model, but we do want to feel good. Right. And so that's kind of my job, but my, and the only reason how I got here is because of where I was. And I went on a very up and down journey. Um, when I was in college for the majority, I actually felt pretty confident. Uh, I grew into my skin. Um, we went to ASU. I mean, there were so many parties and fun and I, I got, finally got to get dressed up. I'm from this really small town where you don't get dressed up. And so it was always fun. And I felt really fun being playful with my makeup and my outfits and the heels and all that stuff. But there was a really big point in my life where I lost or I gained a ton of weight, almost 40 pounds in three months. So looking in the mirror. So that's why a lot of clients do like to work with me because they know I know exactly what it's like to wake up and look in the mirror and say, who am I? What happened? what happened? I don't feel sexy. I don't even want to look at myself. How did I get here? And so that is really where my journey started. Um, I hired a personal trainer that really helped me work out and lose weight. And, and I learned that yes, confidence absolutely comes from feeling healthy. And that's a big part of it. But another part also is feeling confident and saying, you know, I'm not doing these good things to my body. They make me feel bad over drinking, eating like crap, staying up till 2 a.m., not respecting my body. Those things didn't make me feel sexy and they just made me go down a dark path. So sometimes you do have to hit a rock bottom and feel the darkness and not feel good in your skin. I was thin my whole life. And then to gain that much weight in a short amount of time, I go, oh my gosh, now I know what it feels like to feel uncomfortable, really uncomfortable in my skin, not have braces, but feel really physically uncomfortable in my skin. And so it's been a journey. And I really coach a lot of women that I work with through that journey. Hey, doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, right? And self-love, meditation, speaking positively to yourself contributes so much to feeling sexy, right? It's not just lifting weights at the gym. Absolutely. Now, did you have a particular moment that you can remember where you decided I want to make a change? Yes. Like what, what was that shift? Like, how did you get to that place? I, I will never forget it. I it's, it was, at, I lived at West six, which is on mill. And I, I had the apartment to myself cause my, my roommates moved out that summer, um, before junior year, it was something like that. And I, that's when I gained all that weight and I was by myself. And I remember in this apartment for the whole summer. And I remember I came back from a trip from New Jersey because that's where I'm from with all my girls. And we, I obviously ate pizza every day and drank a ton of beer. And, you know, I was 21, whatever. And I remember I put on a dress that I used to be swimming in, like huge. It was almost a bathing suit cover up. Mm -hmm. And I was wearing it because it was the only thing that fit me. But like I said, I was kind of in denial when it was happening just because the weight gain was so fast. And I remember looking in the mirror and I opened, it's so strange. I opened that side mirror the, called the medicine cabinet. You yeah. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it had a mirror on it. And I remember opening it to grab something 
And I saw myself not in the front, but from a side view. And I actually jumped and thought there was like someone else behind me or something. Cause I didn't recognize the being I'm not even kidding. It was so surreal. And I closed it and opened it and closed it. I go, Oh my gosh, what happened? And I ran into my closet and I tried to put on some of my clothes that I've been avoiding for like about two or three months, maybe four months, even three months. And I couldn't even get it over my leg. And I, 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 I at that point I freaked out. Um, and my friend Cole, you know, Cole at the time I texted him, I said, I need help right now. I, I, I don't, I'm freaking out. And so I just said, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm going to lose weight. And this is actually going to my senior year. I said, there's no way in a month from now, when everyone comes back to go back for their senior year, they're going to notice me and not, or not recognize me because I did kind of gain the weight right when everybody left. So the thought that I was, I mean, I've just never felt like that in my entire life. And it was one of those moments where your eyes, my stomach dropped. I go, Nope, no way I'm going on like this. No way. And so that is really what shifted me. (laughs) And what, what was that experience? Like, were you pretty hardcore committed from the day that happened or did you have some struggles that you had to push through? So I wanted to, at first I wanted to lose weight really fast. And then I learned, you know what? It's my senior year. I'm not going to stop drinking. And you know what? I kind of came to a realization. I'm never going to stop. I love wine. I'm not going to stop doing these things because of a body image. So what I wanted to do was implement a balance. So at first, yes, very strict for the first two months. And then once everybody came back to school and everyone was, it's senior year. And I said, you know what? I can't, I will regret if I look back and I'm this weird person that's trying to be this bodybuilding weird person that I'm not. I am the fun person. And so Sorry, my dog is going off. Oh, you're um, I am, <laughs> I am the the fun person, and so I said, okay, I need to find a balance. So I went up and down a little bit by my initial weight loss when I was training with him and started cleaning up my diet. I think it was ten pounds in three weeks or something because just because I had so much probably water weight and I was just eating so bad to eating so good that my body kind of adjusted really fast. And then from there, it slowly came off and maybe 20 pounds that year. And then after that, the next 15 came off. And then I was really happy with, with where I was, but it was a three, four year journey. Um, and that's why I tell my, all my clients that don't expect that stuff to happen overnight. Cause now once you take a long time to really put yourself first and learn balance, you stick to those things because you don't associate them with torture almost. Yeah, totally. Now I know that now, like where you are now and with your business, you also, you know, support and uh, promote a positive body image and that it's not all just about how you look. Mm -hmm. It's also how, how you feel. Will you talk about that a little bit and how um, that makes such a huge difference, that mindset and how you feel about yourself? Absolutely. Um, so here's the thing I'm very, this is going to be an interesting answer because I am not for the eat, whatever you want, do whatever you want. Don't work out, 
don't, because that to me is not health. Right. And so I promote a healthy relationship with your body and with food and exercise. We were born and evolved in this world to hunt for our food. We're meant to move. We're meant to be eating foods that come from mother earth. And so I'm pretty traditional in that way. And that, and that way of thinking as far as food and exercise, because we really aren't meant to be on these devices all day and sitting at a desk and, you know, drinking every night and eating McDonald's and doing all these things. So in, in my mind, no, I do not promote eat and do whatever you want. It's your body. It's your life because I've done that. And I know so many people that have done that. And the reason why they come to me is because they're depressed. They're unhealthy. Their gut bacteria is messed up. You know, they, they have acne now and they feel like crap and they're depressed and anxious. And that is a big part of exercise and nutrition. And so what I promote as far as body positivity is stop trying to look like a bodybuilder. Stop trying to look like the America, like I said, the America's next top model it's not only is it unrealistic, it's not healthy long-term. And so I'm really big into, if you want to make a change, don't come to me for a diet yo-yo. I will never give a diet that is going to make you lose 10 pounds in three weeks. It's just not my style. There are plenty of people that I'm sure will promote that. For me, I want to be that positive change for you where you're eating good, you're exercising, you're meditating, but you still go out and have that glass of wine. You still go and have that brownie Sunday and do your thing because life is about balance, but it's also not about putting yourself down constantly for not looking like this one picture of somebody else. And that is something that so many of my clients come to me when I have the first initial consultation, which is I want to look like I did in high school. Girlfriend that was 15 years ago and your body wasn't even fully developed. That is insane. Right. Or holding on to those pair of shorts. That's a size zero from 10 years ago. It's like, get rid of the shorts, girl, get a new pair of shorts, embrace your body, have a healthy relationship with it, but also incorporate that balance in your life. So I'm really, if I were to change any part of my business or my business name, it would be incorporate some word balance in my LLC, Mm -hmm. because that is really what I believe. Yeah. You do talk a lot about balance. And I think that that's so, so important, uh, for maintaining, um, health and, you know, a, a body that you love and a mindset that will serve you instead of putting you down. Absolutely. hundred percent. And it's just, we, us women, we just compare ourselves to all these other people. And it's so silly, right? You are not that other person. You were meant, you were created to be amazing and you were created to be your own person, your own body, your own beautiful parts of yourself that you love. Right. And, and that's really what I try to embrace, right? Don't live an unhealthy lifestyle, but it's, you know, it's okay to have a little balance in your life and still eat good exercise without being called a fitness freak, right? No, I'm just eating what my body needs and I'm moving my body. So I feel good. Yeah. So you can be the best version of yourself, which you deserve. Exactly. I, I always promote a really big thing, which is, you know, I'm sure you've heard this line and everyone has, which is you can't 
out exercise a bad diet or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. my, yeah, my line is don't work out to punish yourself from what you ate. It's silly. Move on. Yeah. Just keep it moving. Exercise because you want to feel good physically and mentally feel good. Cause a lot of the time it's not physical at all. It's us feeling mentally clear and healthy and stable. You're so right. You know, I, it took me a long time to find an exercise program that I truly loved. So for so long, I would do different things just because I felt like I had to, or I was supposed to be exercising. And I guess this is what it looks like, but I never really looked forward to it. And it wasn't until I found something I really, truly enjoyed that I realized, wow, this is benefiting my mind. And -hmm. it's making me so happy that it's positively impacting the entire rest of my day because I found something I enjoy doing. Absolutely. And that's, see, that's the whole thing. And that's why I love my online programs because there's so many of them. There's bar, boxing, lifting, you know, hit training, all these different kinds of programs where there is something for, there's even a postpartum um, uh, program. There's so many different ones. And so in my thing, you know, if you don't like to run, please don't do the running program. That makes no sense. Right. <laughs> let's be, let's make like, and also you don't have to exercise for two hours a day or even an hour. Sometimes all you really need is 25, 30 minutes, a few days a week. And you're, you're good. Yeah. Everyone's so different. Right. Okay. So I want to take a minute, um, and talk about your shift into doing this for your career. Because if I remember correctly, you had a completely different career in corporate America, right? Oh and yeah. Corporate America. Yeah. Skirts and heels. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so tell me about that decision to leave that job. You went back to school to really have the life you want to build a career you want. And that takes so much courage So I applaud you for that. Will you just walk me through what that Mm -hmm. was like and how you made that decision? Because I'm sure it wasn't easy or maybe it was, uh, I don't know. (laughs) It was the, it was the the craziest, it was the craziest year of my life. Hands down. Craziest year of my life. I can only imagine. So because of so many other changes in my life. So sometimes you have to go through other changes in your life to shift your corporate or your, um, your career or whatever it is, right? Sometimes it's almost a domino effect of one thing you change and then the rest of the stuff changes, right? I was talking to somebody the other day that said fitness changed her whole life, like saved her physical life because she was in such a bad relationship and she changed her fitness life. And it actually bled into finally saying, no, this relationship is so toxic for me. I need to get out. And so this is pretty much the story to make a long story short, but detailed enough. So you, do you understand it? I was in the corporate world. I started off in construction, corporate world staffing. So I did, I was recruiter. Right. And so, you know, pencil skirts and heels, blah, blah, blah. And I did not like it. Uh, it wasn't the sales aspect. I'm actually good at sales and I actually sell now. That's what I do is sell my programs and myself. Uh, however, you know, it wasn't for me. It didn't make me feel good. I remember leaving the office and feeling icky. I can't explain it. Very strange. And I just thought it's just my first job. It's okay. You'll like it tomorrow. You'll like it the next week. 
And by the first year, after the first year, I go, okay, I actually just don't like this. This is ridiculous. I, I don't like it. I'm not happy. So I ended up switching and working for health and wellness. Now, remember at that point in my life, I had lost the weight. So I fell in love with fitness. I was always an athlete growing up, but that was when I finally lost all that weight. And I was transitioning at a very toxic relationship. And so for me, I said, oh my gosh, health and fitness is so amazing. I, I have to do this. This is so cool. And it was a supplement company and I love the company. They're still doing well. They actually are right down the street from me here in Scottsdale, but I learned so much about business. I learned about supplements. I learned about, I was on the product research or product marketing team. So I, I got to research all these different supplement companies and competitors. So I got to learn a lot, a lot about health. And the company was about whole person wellness. So it was about your physical, spiritual, and mental wellness. So it was more than just supplements. It was kind of a whole brand of vitality. So I knew I loved it. And I was, I changed positions in the company and got promoted several times. And I said, Whoa, I actually love health and wellness. I don't know if I really like this marketing stuff that I'm doing. Cause I felt like I was just going and time was passing by. I knew I was making a difference, but it wasn't what I really wanted to do. So one of my coworkers who's literally inspired me to do all of this, she was the nutrition wellness rep for the whole company. And she was, we get, we still talked. I just texted her about an hour ago and she was a little, just a little bit older than me, but she was a health coach and a trainer and she did, she did it all. And I go, you know, I started picking her brain. I go, Oh, how, how did you do this? And you know, whatever, I want to do what you do. And she started giving me some information and I said, Oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. I want to be her. I want to do this. Even if I have to work in a corporate setting, but I want to be that girl that everybody comes to for advice, for nutrition, for wellness, to be that person. I love helping people. So what can I do? Company wasn't doing well. So I ended up taking a sales job and I put my big bonus money aside. And then I went through a tough time in my life. I went through a breakup. I went through all these things. I quit that job. And so my life was just all over the place. And I said, you know, I said that I wanted to do this and I don't want to wait much longer. How much does this actually cost if I went back to school? So I did my research and I found out after about a month of research that I could actually get a health and wellness which is what I wanted. Health and wellness is nutrition and exercise science. I wanted both. And it, I studied holistic medicine. I studied all these amazing things that I preach today. It will only take me 10 months online to get a second degree. All my credits transferred from ASU. So I go, I'm doing it. I got no support. A couple of my friends were like, eh you know, good job. This is amazing for you. But others were supportive, but they were a little scared for me because I have this amazing job where I'm making money and I have healthcare and I have all these things. I have this beautiful apartment I have to pay for. I go, no, I'm one of those people. I just do things. And if I feel that I want to do something, I do it. And I commit to it 110%. And that's exactly what I did. I quit my job. I took the bonus I put the money aside. I became a full-time trainer at Jabs Boxing and worked 25 classes a week. And I worked in a restaurant. I went to school full-time. 
And that really humbled me. I went from this pencil skirt corporate job, making a good salary with free healthcare to me waiting tables. And there's nothing wrong with that. I made good money. And I actually, I worked with better people there than I did at any corporate job I ever was at. I was, <laughs> these people are amazing, but it really humbled me to say, you know what, if I want to start over, I got to start from scratch. And so I did. And I ended up taking the assistant manager position at the foundry about six months later. And I got all my certifications, my personal training, along with my degree, Pilates, yoga, which is a Bikram yoga. And then I got my hit and my boxing. I mean, I did it all. I was like, I want to be that person that has all this stuff so I can kind of choose what I want to do. And then COVID hit a year later. And I said, this is the time I have to open up my own business. I can't rely just on one thing. And so ever since then, it's just my business has been growing. I'm back at work, which is beautiful. I'm so happy my studio opened back up. And it, it, it was a long journey, but what it made me realize more than anything is that, yeah, I had to start over at a younger age. Do I wish I went to school? originally for this, of course, but it's really not too late to start over if you're not happy because it's the rest of your life. You know, we have energy right now as young adults. If you're a young adult listening to this right now, you have energy right now. Don't start your own business when you're 60 and you finally have money. You're going to be tired. You want to be done, you know, start over when you can. And so that's kind of my story. I mean, I know a lot of people go through this and they get confused, but if I were to tell anything to my children, if I ever have children, it would be find out what you like first, take a couple of years if you need, and then go to college because I didn't know what I wanted to do at 18. <laughs> right? Girl, I'm with you. I, what I want to do changed 360, a thousand times. I mean, I'm in a completely different place. So I'm, I'm 100%. with you. That's amazing. And when did you make your change with everything? Oh my gosh. I mean, it took me, you know, I wanted to be an actor and a filmmaker my whole life. And that's what I went to school for. I moved to LA and, you know, I, I just had this, this, it wasn't even a moment. It was just, I was growing as a person as I was changing, you know, in your early twenties. And I slowly and slowly felt more uncomfortable with my life there. I just knew that I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't like trying to fit into other people's boxes in order to get a job. I just, I felt like if I committed to that life, I couldn't commit to growing into the person I really wanted to be and like exploring that potential. I just felt like I had to choose one or the other Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And I had no idea what I wanted to do. I mean, it wasn't until really, I decided to start this podcast that I realized, oh my God, like this is, this is, I'm meant to help women feel sexier in their own skin. Like this is what, like, this is what I've kind of been doing my whole life with people around me. I just never realized I could do something with this. I can make a business with this. I can make a difference. So I'm with you. Sometimes it, you know, it's weird. You think that your life is going to end up one way. You think you're on a certain path and then you're all of a sudden you're like, wait, this, this isn't what I want to do. And you, you're unsure if, you know, you're the only one who feels that way because everyone around you has their job, they're whatever, doing whatever society says, starting families, doing the thing. 
and you're like, uh, well, I'm still here, like wanting to start over so confused. What do I do? Oh my gosh. But when you finally figure it out, it's so worth it. Cause like you said, I love how you said it's the rest of your life. You have energy now, figure it out now. It's the yeah. rest of your damn life. Like you, yes. you deserve that. hundred percent. And that's amazing because a lot of people think, oh, it's just this one job when, and I can't tell you how many times I probably still say it, but when this happens, then I'll be happy or then mm-hmm. I'll be good. It's just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. And if you're not happy where you're at now, all you got is right now. You don't have tomorrow. I mean, maybe, but maybe not. And yeah. so, I mean, especially everything going on with what happened with COVID, you could say, oh, well, you know, my business is always going to stay, you know, afloat because this industry is booming right now. Well, it might not though. And we so don't know and what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. So you might as well be happy doing what you're doing right now. And don't get me wrong. You don't, this is not for everyone to just get up and quit their job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially. Me, yes. I went in, yeah. I went into big time debt, big time debt for that. Uh, maybe not as much as other people, but for me, it was a lot and I'm finally debt free. Uh, but it took me three years to get out and figure it out. And I knew going into it, I remember someone telling me, I know it all sounds great and dandy what you want to do. It ain't going to be easy. And I said, okay, but I, you know, and I, I got that and I knew that I didn't know how physically and mentally hard it would be on me. But now I look at my accomplishments. I go, Oh, are you kidding? I do it 10 times over. Yeah. 10 times. Cause usually the best things, the best things usually are not easy to, to get. And usually, they never are. usually they require struggle and require you kind of, getting into a, a, a darker, deeper place, but that's where you blossom. So that's where you blossom and you appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, I love hearing your story. I mean, obviously I have seen bits and pieces just from, you know, social media, <laughs> yeah, is, which right. is crazy, social but, media. Yeah. but famous social media. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm grateful to be able to, you know, stay connected to people and kind of see, it's been awesome to follow along and, and see, you know, what's been going on for you. Um, so it's great. Yeah, you Thank too. you for sharing it's, your story. Yes, absolutely. I know, you know, it's funny cause I look at yours and yours is marketed so well and, and perfectly, I feel perfectly put together. Oh, and, thank you so much. And you really, you've always been that person that I, I'm like, she's just so put together, so pretty. So, you know, we do have struggles. I mean, come on. Right. And I actually most recently, I would say in the last year, I really tried to put my ugly as I like to call my ugly, which is my hiccups, my, my cursing. I have a mouth on me. Sometimes it's hard <laughs> to not curse. It's, it's just passion. Uh, but you know, it's, I do try to put the ugly, the good, the bad, um, on there. I, I really, I'm trying to lately because I know how many people look at stuff and they go, Oh, if I just looked like her or whatever. And I used to do that. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's a good, a good thing to strive for to incorporate more. I I probably should try to make that more of a priority too. That's a good reminder for me. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's I mean, it's real hey, life. I mean, we're all human. Like no one's perfect. <laughs> no, if you think that you're crazy. <laughs> exactly, you are crazy. Okay, so let's talk about your sexy real quick. Yes. So the first part of sexy is satisfy. So at this point in your life, what just brings you joy and makes you so happy? 
like in general, right? In Not general, just-, just whatever for you personally, Kristen Carmody, what brings you joy? What brings me joy? A couple, a couple things. Um, I would say my biggest thing right now, if, you know, since we've been talking about business, the first thing on my mind to just be authentic is really have, is my clients reaching out to me and saying, this has helped me so much. Thank you so much. You've been such a positive. I love seeing my clients go from a dark place to, or just a place wanting change wherever they're at. When I first spoke to them to conquering at least one thing, whatever it is, meditation, workouts, nutrition, anything like that. So that is the biggest thing that brings me joy is to get those text messages when I never expect them and say, oh my gosh, I finally feel amazing in my skin and I feel sexy. And I feel that to me, I'm, I, that's it. If one person a year did that, I'd be happy. Seriously. One of my clients did that. And that brings me so much joy. Um, and then just the love, uh, from my boyfriend, Alan and, and my pups that brings me, brings me a lot of joy. Health and love is really big. Um, I recently got really close with God actually right when I, when I went through that transition, that time, a couple years ago, when I switched careers, I was in such a low place and more of just loss. Am I making the right decisions? And I finally found a church that's, you know, more progressive. I grew up in a Catholic church, which is very strict. And so I couldn't really relate anymore to it. And so, although I still believed, I just couldn't relate as much. So I finally found an amazing church out in Scottsdale. That's really progressive and, I almost feel like it's a podcast sometimes just because <laughs> it's, it's so welcoming to everybody and all lifestyles and things. And so, you know, that brings me so, so much joy is to know, okay, I can't control everything. I need to be the bigger person, all those things. So, you know, I'm a work in progress as well, but just really love and health bring me the most happiness I would say out of anything else in my life. I love that. Okay. So the next one is E, which is the ego. So, you know, at this point, what is your relationship like with your, your self-esteem and your self-image and how does self-love show up for you in your day-to-day life? I would say through my journey, my ego has been definitely up and down. However, I am a very confident person. I would say even when I was really uncomfortable in my skin, because I'm pretty confident and I'm outspoken. I'm from New Jersey. You know, I'm good at what I do. I do feel pretty confident for the most time as far as ego. Now, because I've been through so much of my, you know, my sickness and I PCOS and interstitial cystitis, I've had all these battles with health that trust me, I've lost my ego at times where I look, you know, that time I looked in the mirror and I said, I don't know who I am anymore. I mean, that's just me being my hardest critic. Right. However, I would say I'm, I'm a pretty confident person for the most part. I really do because what I'm trying to do, and it comes naturally because we're not perfect. And I've learned that. So my confidence has grown through time when I'm actually not even in the best shape of my life. And I actually feel more confident now than I did when I was my, the best shape. So, which is crazy, which is what I try to tell my clients for sure. Yeah. It's like you, you learn to give yourself grace for being human. Yeah, absolutely. What was the second part of the question? <laughs> um, how does self-love show up for you in day-to-day life? Like how do you make sure to incorporate like, self-love? Self-love. 
it's funny. I two things when I when I have a one on one client. So I still train my clients and per- some of them in person. I only have a couple right now. But the first thing I do with them is really uncomfortable. So I started this about a year ago. So I always train them. I train them at the foundry and there's a huge glass mirror and the whole wall is just a mirror. And I take an expo marker and I give one to her, the girl. I go, okay, so you're going to write three things about yourself that you love. One's going to be that, you know, one's going to be about your personality. One's going to be, and then two are going to be about your looks. And they go, uh, they don't know what to do. And so self-love for me shows up, honestly, working with my clients. I really feel that when I see my clients succeeding or when I show up every day for myself, I meditate, work out, or do, I'm like, this is self-love right here. I'm putting myself first. I'm making sure one hour a day is about me, is about my health, making my shakes, making my food, working out, logging my wins, speaking great affirmations into the world and to my clients. That's where I find my self-love is when I physically take time for me. Yeah. And you did a lot. You went through a lot to get to that point in your life to be where you are, to -hmm. give yourself that time. Oh, absolutely. No one, I don't care if you have 15 kids and you have three jobs, you have to make an hour a day for you, whatever it is. Even if you're kind of distracted, you just, you have to figure it out because there's 24 hours in a day. One of them has to be about you. Yeah. Your mental health matters. And that's a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next one is external opinions. So, um, you know, I know you said you're a pretty confident person. How often Mm -hmm. do you let what other people think or say about you affect you? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I've had a couple posts where they went, I guess my insights were pretty strong. I guess you could, they're called insights. I'm still figuring out everything on social media, but I had a couple where, you know, I got like a th- almost a thousand likes on it, which is not, I only have a few thousand followers. I don't even have that many people that follow me, but it got popular to people that I reached out to that I didn't, I don't, that don't even follow me. Mm-hmm. And I got some nasty comments, girlfriend. I've gotten some stuff. You're not, honestly, you're not even that. Uh, big or whatever on my transformation or, or, you know, just nasty stuff. And here's the thing. I grew up on the East coast. I went to a huge school. I was part of a sorority. I mean, I honestly feel that I've met so many people with so many opinions that it's in, especially in this climate right now, right? The election and COVID I'm exhausted by other people's opinion that it doesn't really affect me. Now, what affect, no one would ever really affect me much on my body. I just doesn't matter to me. I really don't care. What does affect me is mm, criticizing my character. Big, big for me. I have a huge problem with it. So anything where my feel that my character has is assassinated, by saying something about the way I speak or how I treat people or name calling anything like that, that gets me hard. And it takes me time because I've gotten to this point in my life where I'm very neutral. I'm very neutral. I always listen to both sides. I'm not extremely opinionated, maybe a couple things, not a lot though. 
And if I'm critiqued for who I am, tears for sure. Tears. Now, does, does that mostly happen online, like on social media or no, or have you had this happen in life too? Okay. Just in life. I, I meet a lot of people and I, I mean, you know, I partner with a couple companies. I have my own online business that I partner with another company for that. And I work in person with a huge studio. I have a big family. I have, I have a lot of people that I speak to. And so, you know, just close family friends, sometimes getting in those situations or, or maybe not even close people in my life where I've spoke about things to people at a party or at a get together. And they feel very strongly about something. And I'm here to listen and they don't like what I have to say, those kind of things. And it's been more recent, to be honest with you, just because of everything going on. I mean, it's November, what, 6, 2020. We all know yeah. what's going on right now. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. When we're recording this, we're still like, what, what? We don't even know what's happening with America. Like what's going on? I know, <laughs> I know exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. I have my opinions yeah. on stuff, but if I'm criticized for you don't know what you're talking about. Do you even know that kind of stuff, which I've totally gotten? It's, it hurts because I really am trying to be the bigger person where I'm more neutral. So that stuff hurts me. It's, it's in person. Feel, people feel pretty comfortable talking to me about stuff. It's kind of just, I think the aura maybe that I give off. I'm yeah, not sure. It's the catch 22 for you. It is. It is. Good times. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> So the last part of sexy is the why, which is yearn. So what is next for you and what are you just really looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? Um, you know, I'm always working on myself. I, like I said it before, I'm my biggest critic. So I'm always looking on improving myself in every way. I really want to grow my business. I want to help as many women as I possibly can with also keeping a close relationship with my client, which is hard, right? Because people say quality over quantity or quantity over quality. And yes, in certain instances, yes. However, I still want to have that one-on-one -on -one coaching aspect, no matter how many people I reach. I want to help as many women as I can feel sexy in their skin, but also be healthy, prevent heart disease, prevent obesity, prevent, you know, diabetes, all these things that are happening right now around. I mean, we are, people are talking about a pandemic. Yes, absolutely. It's a pandemic. However, there are so many things that have not been, aren't talked about as much. People say, oh, you know, heart disease is the number one killer and acting just like brush it off. It's like, do we understand why though? Can we talk about that for a second? You know? And so I want women to, if they work with me, I want them to be healthier, not only for themselves, but for their future, for their family, change their life overall. And no, you're going to have, you might have a kid, you might gain weight, you might lose weight, you might, whatever, you're going to go through that roller coaster. But the one thing you might have for me was my coaching, which is those, those meal plans and those recipes and workouts and lifestyle habits, the meditation, all those tools that I've given them to be able to use them lifelong. Don't work with me for a month and give up. I want you to have these things instilled in a routine in your life where you know you can always fall back on that if you get low. 
Yeah. Girl, it's going to happen for you. Your business is going to so. grow. I know it will. We're going to put that out there. Put it out there. Manifestation. Yes. I'm, I'm really, really big into that. So that is what I'm looking for. And I want to be that positive influence for all kinds of women. Um, I do specialize in plant-based nutrition. And what that really means to everyone asks me, oh, do I have to go vegan? No. You know, that doesn't mean that it means that the majority of the foods that you're eating are coming from mother earth. And that's, that's, which is huge because that's really what we should be eating. We should be eating food that comes from the ground, right? Natural foods that is, and you can make so many amazing, yummy recipes with that stuff. If you go on my website, um, and just to know that life's not perfect and you're always going to mess up, but having those tools are, are really, really important. And I just want to help those women. Yeah. And you, you do, and you will. And anyone listening, if you feel like you want to make a change and we'll, at the end of the episode, we'll have Kristen tell us all the places that, that you can connect with her, (laughs) but she's your girl. She will help you out. Yes. So I have a few questions for you before we wrap this up. So at this point in your life, what does sexy mean to you now? Sexy means, oh yeah, before it was different. It's funny. I don't know. I don't know for you. Did you feel at ASU was definitely about looks? I mean, yeah, for me, I feel like, yes, I feel like for so much of my life, you know, through being a teenager through my early twenties, it was about how I looked and the way other people saw me. And of of course, a lot of that comes from male attention. And then you get older and you get to know yourself better and you kind of just stop really caring what other people think at some point. Yeah. And my definition has changed. Yeah. My definition has totally changed. And, you know, it's definitely more of um, what's on the inside now for me. Absolutely. Yeah. That, so that's kind of, for me, that's how it started. Honestly, because yeah. I don't know, we were going to those parties and you're in these classes with all these people. And that, that is, I mean, ASU is the biggest school in the country, I believe, at least I think so. If you combine their online and then they're in person. Um, and I don't know, that was definitely my sexy for a while. I definitely felt my personality played a huge contribution in everything. It's not that it wasn't all about looks, but that was big for me, you know? And here's the thing. Now it's different. It is absolutely personality, connecting with people, feeling good in your own skin, knowing like, Hey, I'm bloated today. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me because this is the part of it's just today. I'm sure tomorrow and this even maybe this afternoon, I feel different. I mean, it's so ever changing to me and it has been. So for me, it's definitely how I connect with people. And if they feel touched or moved or I make them laugh or anything. If I touch their life in any way, that's a positive thing for them. That is sexy to me. I mean, seriously, that's just, that's just what I believe. And when you connect with, especially with a male and female partner or whatever, you know, male and male, female, female, whatever it is, when you connect with that romantic partner, it's never just about looks. Do you have to be attracted to your partner? Probably. I would say yes. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to say physical is bad because it's not. And we have to stop saying, oh, you know, I've seen women put women down for wanting to look good. And that's also not cool. I I, I actually have a big problem with that because if you want to wear makeup and curl your hair and put on a thing of heels, 
you shouldn't be chastised for that and, and be criticized for wanting to lose weight or feel good or whatever. If it's a healthy thing for you, it makes you feel good, but touching people really, and just connecting with others, that's sexy. I mean, honestly, in any guy, I feel like that I've met that meets that girl, that is the selling point, you know, or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're so right. I mean, obviously that is a huge part of, like you said, any like romantic relationship, but also, you know, I love that that's such a big part of what you do now too. You connect with people and it makes you feel sexy. Yeah. You have a big role. I'm sure that that, like that being part of your character is a big part of your helping your clients feel sexier as well. So I kind of love how that answer was like totally full circle. Yeah, it's folks. It was a lot. It's a mouthful. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's okay. What I am, girl. I, girl, I feel you. Um, okay, so what is one physical trait of yours that you think is sexy? Physical trait. Um, honestly, my face. I love that you answered your entire face. My whole face. My face. That. Seriously, I love. I love my face. That's love good. Face. Love it ain't face. perfect, but I love my face. Um, and honestly, I'm not against Botox. I'm not against fillers or anything like that. I'm going to see how long I can go without doing any of it. I really want to keep, I have a huge skincare routine. If you need a skincare girl, I can hook you up. Okay. I have, I do it kind of an anti-aging skincare routine, but I'm really big on skincare. And, um, it's funny. I actually wore eyeliner my whole life. Well, not my whole life, you know, since what we're 12 or something. Yeah. Since you're wearing makeup, since you started wearing makeup until I would say a year and a half ago, like every day, every day. So interesting because I feel like the older I got, the less makeup I started wearing too. Yeah. You know what it is? I hate taking that. Excuse my language. I hate taking that shit off. Yeah. Yeah. I hate taking it off. I, I mean, it's a, I'm like rubbing my eyeballs off. I'm, I don't want to do this. This is yeah. too much. I can wash my face. Maybe I'll put some stuff on my face, but I can't, I can't put all this eye stuff on. It's, it's draining me. Right. Um, I also work in the heat, you know, I teach people in the heat, so it would melt off my face. So I'm almost blessed to have that job at the foundry because it's taught me to pretty much not wear makeup and be around a ton of people all the time. But, um, yeah, I'm going to see how long I can go without these, this stuff. There's nothing against it. I just really like the natural look now I'm into it. I really, and I don't think it's a fad thing. I think that more women should really try to embrace not wearing makeup and just take care of their skin and their health as much as they can. Yeah, absolutely. Drink that water girl. Yeah. (laughs) It's a big part of your health. Yeah. That's so true. Okay. So then on the flip side of that, what is one character trait of yours that you think is really sexy? I, I have a little, you know, I've that Jersey in me. I, I can be very flirty and relatable to people and not flirty, disrespectful, flirty, flirty as in really being personable with people. I think that's something that's really sexy about me. I can literally talk to any person of any background, any political party, the most extreme of both sides. I have extremes on both sides of my life, like real big extremes. And I really, honestly, I can talk to anybody and I I can relate to them in some sort of way, because in my opinion, no matter what anyone thinks, we all have good in us 
And we all, I'm sure, have a couple things in common in this world, right? Everybody from all countries, all states, religions, politics. And I love talking to people and making people feel good. And I think it's a, it's a big trait of a trait of mine that I love. Yeah. That's a super sexy quality. And you should, you should be proud of that. You should feel like that sexy. <laughs> yes. So my last question, who is the one woman who you think of as a sexy woman? Okay. I think I got the last name right. And it's, it's so shameful because there's so many Jennifers that are gorgeous, right? Like Jennifer Anderson, all the, but Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Uh, Hunger Games, Silver mm-hmm. Linings. Yeah. Oh girl. She's my girl. She is so, so my girl. I, uh, I love her personality. I like that. She's kind of mysterious and a little bit witty. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's gorgeous, please. She can do any hair color that chick or any look. And she looks absolutely gorgeous, but I love her acting and her confidence. And I think she's a little bit different than all the, all their Hollywood chicks. I like her. I, I dig that kind of chick. Totally. It's so funny. I've, uh, I've had a few people answer Jennifer Lawrence. Really? And, wow. but, I, but I get why, like you said, everyone's like, she's just so cool. She's different. She's not your typical Hollywood actress. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm with you. She's so sexy. And don't get me wrong. I mean, the Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston, all those chicks are obviously gorgeous, right? I mean, come on. Like they're, they're all beautiful. All my friends are beautiful. You know, that, that's a hard question, but if I were to just pick somebody that everybody knows listening to this, it's her. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. So where can people follow you and get more information on possibly working with you or what, whatever it is that you offer? So the best thing with, um, my free resources and be able to contact me would be the fitbiz.com. So the T H E F I T B I Z Z.com, the fitbiz.com. You can find meals, uh, shakes, treats, snacks. Most of it, I'd say 90, I'd say a hundred percent is gluten-free. I can't, I, I can't remember. There might be a couple that aren't, there's a couple dishes that have fish in it, but the rest, all of them are dairy free. hundred percent of them are dairy free, low in sugar and all from most natural ingredients. There's, there's some recipes on there that aren't, but that's where you can get all my free resources. And then there is a little tab on there that says training. So you can fill out a form and then we'll have a consultation and then we can get started. Um, and then my Instagram handle is the Fitbiz. So same thing. It's very simple. The Fitbiz. So T H E F I T B I Z Z. And so those are my two. I don't really use Facebook. Um, I use it for me mentoring coaches. So now I actually mentor coaches. So if there's anyone on here listening, that sounds what I do for a living. Sounds cool. I am opening up registration to mentor people that do what I do. Um, women. I'm, I'm not against mentoring men. So if you're a man on one, listen, that's cool too. I work well with men, but yeah. So that's where you can find all my stuff. I do online training and in person. If you're in Arizona, obviously you can train with me in person. It's through the foundry at, at my work. Uh, I won't go to your house. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) but yes, nutrition, all of it. I'm certified, educated. I got all the good things. So Awesome. And so you'll still train people virtually if they don't live in Arizona. Yeah. So actually all my online workout training, they're all the videos are done. 
and you awesome. can pick your program. So, which is great because like I said, boxing hit, whatever it's all on there, which is great. And so, um, that's, and it's super affordable. I mean, in this climate, um, the price is very affordable. You get a lot with me, you get me as your health coach, you get awesome vegan supplements, you get the online workout programs, the nutrition plans and amazing resources and all that great stuff. Yeah. It me. sounds like you get a lot and that you offer a lot of free resources. So yes, definitely yes. make sure to check that out. And I'll make sure to include all of your information in the show notes and link it. Perfect. So if someone's listening right now, if you're listening and you're like, <laughs> I need to go check out her recipes. I need to get more information on working with her. Just click it on the show notes and it'll take you right to her. So, awesome. oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. This for is so amazing. Story. Oh my gosh. It was so good <laughs> connecting with you. You too. Sorry. I'm a talker. I just, I love to talk. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Me too. I feel you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more information, visit findyoursexy.co or follow me on social media at Kelsey Valletta. And if you would like to leave a five-star review of the show, I would be so grateful. Actually, I can't think of anything that would be more sexy.